Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Because it's going to go up if they win tonight. You know what I mean? It just will. So uh, I would get that in. That might be the better play. If you think Tennessee wins tonight, you should just take their future on the NCAA Tournament Championship. not saying they'll win it, but the better better value is that. Are you interested in what Kim Palm has it as? Sure. 71-69 Tennessee win. Yeah, so there you go. Two. So that's why it opened at one and a half. Now it's at three. So maybe, maybe Alabama might cover three and a half. But they lose. I feel I don't feel as confident in three as I do Tennessee winning, right? Mm-hmm. But if they win, what are the chances they win by fewer than three? I would say very low, very low. I mean, there's only two points they can win by if it's not three. It's one or two. But, you know, the margins are very slim. The margins are very slim in college basketball. So what time is this game, Jason? Uh, I think I, 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 yeah, I got away from it. It's going to be 7 o'clock. 6 o'clock, yeah. Uh, 6 o'clock here ESPN in Memphis. ESPN 2. ES, it's only on the 2? What's on ESPN? I'm not sure. This is a top 25 matchup. Uh, on Arkansas Texas A&M is the doubleheader, the second half of that on ESPN 2. I'm not sure what's on ESPN tonight. Yeah. Anyway, it should, uh, should be a fun night of college basketball. We'll come back. Drew Hill will join us at 125. We'll talk to him uh, about the Grizzlies tonight and more. Shoot 360 is a great place. It's a great place. One of my favorite places on the planet, man. It's like Thompson Bowling Arena. I, every time I walk in, I'm just I'm just amazed. Well, no. Thompson Bowling's a dump. Shoot 360 is a basketball haven. Well, tell you what. They can't shoot in Thompson Bowling. That is that's sort of the <laughs> issue with the balls. You can shoot all day at Shoot 360 and, and get better at it. You can get better at it while you're doing it because the technology is interactive. You can learn, hey, I need to improve my depth, my arc, all these other things that go into making a, a, a jumper great and consistent. Also got passing drills, dribbling drills. It's like, a, it's like a video game. So if you've got a kid in the house that just loves basketball, trust me when I tell you, we're all looking for things for our kids to do. Get a membership to Shoot360. They will absolutely love it. 85 Market Center Drive in Carville. Yep. The passing drill is super interactive. It's moving targets. So your kid's trying to hit those targets uh, with those passing drills like a video game. And that's how they like it. It's like virtual reality, but really reality. You look up, your kid's gotten better and their overall game, from the ball handling to the passing, yes, into the shooting. That's the name of the place. You're certainly going to fix that. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is right now at Shoot360. You need to go out and see them and get a membership at 85 Market Center Drive in 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's moving season. So, if you are moving, call my friends at Black Tie Moving for all your moving needs. If you're relocating, wherever that may be, home office, cross town, cross country, give them a call. 316-619-6 is the number. 316-619-6. They have changed moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Black Tie understands that. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They're on time. They stay on budget. They're pros. I know I'm well enough to know they are the elite team in moving. Black Tie Moving 316-6196 is the number. Call them now. Books up fast. Moving season is here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie Moving, change and moving in the city of Memphis. You had some additional details, Jason, on the stu- uh, on the on the seating uh, at, at FedEx Forum. It was such a lively and fiery conversation earlier um and and uh and there was there was a story that was reported that the tigers are in the midst of a 20-year agreement with uh with fedex form and the grizzlies um and in 2016 they were halfway done so all right i can do some math for halfway done in 2016 it's 2023 that's seven years so three years are left on the deal mm-hmm. that would presumably put us i'm assuming at right about when the renovations go live which would be a good impetus to, I think, come back to the table um, and, and and sort of, you know, rediscuss everything and rehash everything. I mean, what what can Memphis aspire to have nightly? What's a reasonable – is it 8, 9, 10? What is it? You can aspire to have 12, 11 to 12,000. Realistically, like oh, – the top we, 25 program. Okay. The top 25 program, which we, yeah. we all still agree you should. You could – yeah. You could you could aspire to have eleven and twelve every night, just like you did in the you know Mid South Coliseum. Okay, all right. So that's what I would. That's kind of what I would. You know. So what's crazy here is it's it's interesting. I'll be interested to see if this number comes out because it seems like to me from the what's what's been announced from the Tigers in terms of attendance this year at basketball games, it's down. It's in the eleven thousands last I looked. Last year's announced thirteen thousand. You ended up with sixty four hundred in actual turnstile count. Back in two thousand sixteen. They were at 58-89 with about three to four home games to go. And Memphis had started to put out the number that it needed of fans actually in the stands that year with games still to play. This story is from February 2016 from Stukenborg, uh, Phil Stukenborg back at the – formerly of the uh, Commercial Appeal. But they were were publicly telling folks – Hey, we need to get this many people, 6,600 – to make this 6,000. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if it's as low as we think it is if, John, if some of the student stuff is not part of that, if we don't start to get a firmer picture of what the Tigers may need to get to that 6,000. Mm-hmm. Because, again, if you were at 6,400, an actual turnstile count last year, on around 13,000-something average you know, announced, you would think it's gone below 6,000 on 11,000 averaged announced. Yeah, yeah. So so my, my, get, my, my point is that, we might be start hearing soon here, and maybe this student seating and all that, trying to get those seats back so they can sell them. Mm-hmm. Students ain't coming. They're not bringing guests. We need to sell those seats and get butts in seats 
is part of trying to get to that that six thousand and getting that that minimal payment from the Grizzlies. Well, I remember even back in the day, Cal would do these like. Uh, remember, you do the TV giveaways. You would do like the. Uh, you come- talking about at the beginning? Well, yeah. Before I mean, it right took off. It was like come get it, like this. Do whatever back, you had to do back when it was like a thing. Like, come get an HD TV. <laughs> come get a come get a flat screen TV. Which, hey, I got, you know, for 50 bucks, I'll take I'm my shot. Starting to wonder if you might not see some of that. I mean, how many more home games you got? I don't know, three or four probably. Mm-hmm. And see, we yeah, we were seeing it around this time in February 2016 yeah. when they were below. Right. My guess is they are below right now. Yeah, I think, honestly, like, if you looked around college basketball, this is probably not, a, 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 you know, a problem that is f- focused to Memphis. Like I, I feel like I've read stories about how Duke attendance is not as good as it used to be. Um, we've seen stories around college football, how college football programs are seeing a dip in attendance. You know, the difference for Memphis is it doesn't have its own facility, mm-hmm. right? With those schools dropping attendance, well, when you got a ten thousand facility that a ten thousand seat facility that you control, attendance can be down. And sure, it's not a, you know you're you're hurting a little bit, but you're not hurting in the same way that you're when you're sharing it with the NBA team, and you're depending on the payment from you because you're not getting concessions and parking like everybody else that's got their own buildings with decreased attendance. So, yes, John, college basketball attendance is down across the board, but it hurts Memphis even more when basketball is the bell cow and it needs to go. It needs to be at a certain point per the lease with the Grizzlies, right, to, to, to get something back to benefit from that, to get the payment for mm-hmm. it because you ain't getting parking. You ain't getting that stuff. That goes to the form. So, so the problem – John hurts more here is what I'm saying to bottom line that. Yeah, so uh, the top, here's the here's this is of 2022. Here are the top 20 teams in college basketball attendance. Syracuse, Kentucky, Arkansas, UNC, Tennessee, Creighton, Wisconsin, Kansas, Indiana, weirdly, weirdly Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Illinois, Memphis, Texas Tech, BYU, Marquette, Zona, Dayton, Ohio State. So those are last year's numbers? Yeah. And they got the number right there beside it? 14,063 is what they say. But we know that's not true. Oh, Evan Barnes just wrote about it. Today. It was 13-something was the, number, the, the announced. Yeah. They've got, a, they've got an average of 14,063 here at, uh, you know, this. I'm assuming this was just the press release they put out. Um so it's it's just funny to it's funny that we're having this conversation where like you know if you didn't know any better you would say oh yeah Memphis one of the, you know fourteen thousand you know it's fine but we like it's not you know our deal with announced it was literally less than yeah. half of what was announced last year the how 64th. is how is there I mean so, so look are, are those tickets sold still I mean mm-hmm. okay so they're sold still and si- given away there's st- okay well how much of that is given away is but question. but what but it doesn't matter because what the forum counts is butts in seats. Because they, they that's how they get their pay. Turnstile count, correct. Parking, concession. They need that. They right. need actual butts in seats. Not what's given away tickets, and not what's sold in season tickets. Ticket sales do nothing for them. I, really, I mean, they, they, you get your revenue from that, but in terms of, you know, the actual game day. The, you know, yeah, if there's a bunch of season tickets sold but no one's coming, right. FedEx Forum is not benefiting because right. it's not getting the parking and I bet you there are a decent number of people that just kind of have that approach. That are like, I'm going to buy the season tickets. I don't plan on going to that many, but I'm going to do it to support my school. Don't you? Like, obviously, you know, affluent or whatever, but 
I be like, I bet there's a lot of people that do that. Like that just buy some tickets, don't really intend on going all that often. Well, they, and how many does FedEx have? You know, I'm I'm assuming the corporations around here have tons of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that they get each mm-hmm. year as part of their deals with the with the Tigers. But what's crazy is your announced was more than double what was actually in the seats last year. That, right. That that's what is that there's so much a stark difference between what you're putting out to the world in terms of announced and what's actually watching the game. Right. In the seats. Yes. That's what FedEx Forum cares about that's because that's how they get their money. Butts and seats, parking, concession. Yeah, because again, like they're not getting out the FedEx Forum is is, you know, they they need concession sales. That's what they need. That's what the Grizzlies need. They don't need uh Memphis getting its cut of ticket sales. That doesn't do anything for them. You know, that's 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 going back to Memphis. So yeah, I think that's that's the rub. And Look, I don't know, like how how. Uh, see, Bowen was trying to get back to the table with him in 2016. It's in this story. Yeah, trying to renegotiate the terms of the lease. Why would the Grizzlies do that? Well, okay. to, this, to the point, you got him over a barrel as it is. Yeah. So we were halfway through the 20 year, as John said to start this through the 20 year deal back in 16. You do a little math and you figure here seven years later, you're two you're two three years out from that. And if it had, and listen, you're working on the same deal. It's been reported that the lease never changed, the, the agreement never changed. So hopefully, if it's not John breaking off, which I think ultimately we both decided would be the best thing for Memphis, you have got to get a better deal. Clearly, in the in the when it's up in two or three years or whatever it is, and those you go right up to those renovations. But again, wh- what's that deal going to look like? You can't tell them for certain that you're going to have. 8,000 down there in turnstile count over the next few years, and let's base our payment on that based on where you are as a program now. Mm-hmm. So, again, it goes back to ultimately what the, the big fix would be, would be breaking off. But, again, that will offer a place downtown, newly renovated, that you're hoping, you know, in addition to your team, will be will be a major attraction, I guess, helping create. But that's your only hope if you're if you're hoping to stay down there at FedEx Forum. Yeah. Uh, really quickly here um... – yeah, it's it's uh, no, I, I I'm with you. I I, I miss uh, I miss read something on Twitter. That was a I thought it was a breaking news. It was not. But yes, I mean I think you gotta you gotta be honest, uh, both parties about the climate sort of changing and you know again drop the money down if you have to, because I think I mean I think that that would make sense. But you know let's keep it sort of within the confines of what we can ex- reasonably expect the college basketball program. That's not in the top ten. That's not getting these premier non-conference uh, schedules anymore. Like you know, we got to kind of have to keep it real here. So anyway, I just uh, I, I, starting tomorrow is going to be some changes uh, to the, to the protocol there in FedEx Forum. And so we've been talking about that all day long here on the show. Drew Hill is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about Grizzlies Jazz tonight, uh, moves that were made, not made. By the Grizz and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Morant to Conchar. Back to Morant. Into the lane. Hangs. 360 lamp is missed. But he gets it back and sticks it up and in. John Morant puts it off the glass and in. Tonight it's the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Utah Jazz. We'll pregame all afternoon with the Gabe Kuhn Show from 4 to 6.30. Pregame with Jessica Benson from the Grizzlies Radio Network is at 6.30. And the tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine. Jazz Grizzlies on 92.9. Drew Hill is the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for the Daily Memphian. He joins us every week here on the show. Tomorrow he'll be uh, on a bird to Salt Lake, uh, which is, I guess, uh, it's a back-to-back here. Uh, he joins us now. Drew, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How are you? I'm well, doing good. 
Okay. Ready for uh, ready to head out to Salt Lake City tomorrow for this All Star break. Uh, yes, yes, the All Star break. Exactly. How could I forget? It is. It's not a back to back, John. It's the All Star break. Looking forward to I your honest, coverage, Drew. Honestly, couldn't believe that Salt Lake City was uh, w- was getting that, but but uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, before we get into the Grizz here, how are we feeling about this college basketball matchup tonight with Bama and Tennessee? Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm not surprised that Tennessee is a slight favorite. They are the home team. These, it's just kind of a shame, I think, that these two teams are only going to play one time. I think both teams are really good basketball teams, like Tennessee and Alabama are both really good. I think they're both honestly have a single flaw like for Tennessee it's that they can't really seem to score enough um, in a lot of these games and that's kind of how they've been upset recently uh, and then for Alabama it's like they, they shoot so many threes that if you catch them on a night where they're not making them anybody can beat them I think we saw that against Oklahoma but uh, I think both of these teams are very good and we'll see what happens tonight uh, I suspect that Alabama might be catching Tennessee at a bad time, losing two in a row on the buzzer beaters, but uh, I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, okay, on to uh, on to Grizz, um, eight and a half point favorites tonight, and we were talking about this a little earlier. And the reason why the number is what it is is because Markinen is questionable, and it seems as though the market expects him to be out. Um, so, can you use this if you're the Grizzlies as a, a, a basically a pinata? Before you get into the All Star break, I mean, is it is it is it that simple? If no marketing, I mean, you would hope, but you don't. I don't want the Grizzlies having that sort of attitude. I'm sure Taylor Jenkins wouldn't want the Grizzlies with that attitude because, like, I think this game honestly just comes down to how focused they are. Because this is a game you should win. I think even if marketing plays or not, you should win this game. So, are you in All Star mode already, where you're just going to coast through a game like this? Or are you still going to be focused and have the level of intensity that it takes to just take care of business against a team that you should beat? Um, We know that Utah isn't as good as a team like Boston, so maybe you you take a step down in class and and you're feeling good about yourself. This is a team that's already beaten you twice this year. Like they can, Utah could totally come out and win this game tonight if the Grizzlies don't look prepared. But in the end, I, I honestly think that that's what that's what this game comes down to. Is like, are you going to get the best Grizzlies effort? If you do, I think that they should win this game. If if they look like they're already in vacation mode, uh, then this game could be trouble. What, what's your sense on the timetable for Stephen Adams, Drew? I asked Giannato that. I know you know uh, you talked to him yesterday. I saw the tweet uh, from Taylor Jenkins. Uh, Giannato, just to throw it out there, thought. This was a team that is ready for a break and could use one. I'm more interested right now, though, in when you think Steven Adams might be back, how soon after the All-Star break. What kind of indications you got? Oh, yeah, they definitely need this break. Um, I, I would say I'm not sure if he's going to play right when he comes back from the All-Star break. I wouldn't rule that out. Like I think there there is a chance that, that could happen. Um, what I do know is he's been a participant in the practices more so over the last week. So we've gotten sort of updates here and there as the week has so, weeks have sort of gone by on him. And now he's back in full practice uniform as opposed to like, you know, the regular t-shirt yeah. hanging out on the side doing his own thing. He was in full practice uniform yesterday um, when we saw him. And Taylor said he has been doing more on the court with his, with the team. I think that they think he could get fully healthy 
like anyway anywhere between this in these next two weeks so if he's fully healthy like totally ready to come back um within a a two-week period here it may not be right after the all-star break but it should be soon after the all-star break that he should be back on the court why is it you think like what is it about Stephen Adams? Where is he most missed? Is it offensively? Is it defensively? I don't know he's not a, he's obviously not a great scorer, but there's more that goes into playing offense than just scoring. Where is he most missed? He's most missed offensively. Um, I think both have taken a hit since he's been out, but the offense has kind of fallen off a really? cliff. <laughs> um, so uh, he's missed offensively, and the reason I would say that is because. Like, everybody wants to point to the screening, and that's great. You know, and he is a terrific screener, and he definitely helps their half-court offense. I'm not taking anything away from him there. He's also pretty good at passing out of the high post, and he can help create offense that way too. So um, those two things are definitely important. But honestly, what feels like is hurting the Grizzlies the most right now is, well, one, you know, the defensive rebounding isn't as good, so – in turn, that hurts their offense because their best offense is transition. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not keeping other teams off the glass, you don't have a chance to get out and run. So his loss impacts them there. And also, like, we have seen that the Grizzlies are not a good three-point shooting team. They just have not been. They've been the second-worst three-point shooting team in the entire NBA over the last month. That's probably the, the number one reason why they have struggled so much. But when you're not making as many threes as the other team, and often the Grizzlies aren't. They were 21st in three-point makes per game last year. They're 21st again this year so far. When you're not making threes, you got to make up for that by getting more possessions. And Steven Adams is just a possessions monster. Like, if you're not going to make the shots at the same rate as the other team, then you need more of them. And the Grizzlies have not had more of them as of late. And, uh, and that really hurts them. So, yes, it's the screening, it's the passing out of the high post, like all those things matter. But in the end, this is just a possessions game for the Grizzlies. And, and when you don't have – when you have fewer possessions because you can't defensive rebound and you have fewer possessions because you're not offensively rebounding at the same rate, that's where it hurts them the most. That's the reason why I think the offense has sort of fallen off a cliff the same way. We were – you know, talking this morning, and it's been it's been a lot of talk. I think I think it was Jeffrey Wright that looked it up at Basketball Reference, and according to them, at least seventy five percent chance they give the Grizzlies seventy five percent chance to hold on to the number two seed. Uh, we've been discussing that, kind of throwing it at everybody all day today. What what do you think, Drew, in terms of holding on to two? Uh, how how optimistic are you that the Grizzlies can pull that off? I'm pretty optimistic because I think this. All-star break is definitely going to help them. Um, and once they get fully healthy, they've got a pretty good chance at maintaining that. They've hit a tough part of the schedule. I think even as they come back from the all-star break, the schedule is still going to be somewhat tough. Um, but they're not closing against the most difficult schedule. I feel pretty good that they'll still be the number two seed at the end of the season in the West. Um, I don't think that that's promised, but I think if, if you were to ask me which way am I leaning, I, I definitely lean towards they're just going to maintain that, that number two seed um, and stay right there in the standings. And if you're getting a Golden State in the, you know, if Golden State comes through the play and grabs the seven seed, what's a, what's a first-round series look like, Drew, and, and how disappointed should we be if, if you are falling to Golden State in the first round? Yeah, I I wouldn't want to see Golden State in the first round. Hell no. Hell no. I 
I want to play one of the teams that hasn't been there before. Uh, I'd rather play Minnesota. I'd rather play New Orleans. I'd rather play the Lakers. Um, all right, there's just a lot of teams I'd rather play than Golden State. I, I, I don't want Memphis against a team that can just shoot the lights out and shoot them out of a series, yeah. and I think Golden State is capable of that. So I think you'd be pretty disappointed uh, as far as what that series would look like. I think it'd look a lot similar um, to what we have seen what we saw last year in the playoffs and, and, and now this year, except this year it feels like the Grizzlies have struggled on the wing even more than they did a season ago. And that's even more reason for concern in, in a Golden State series. Um, I think Memphis is the better team. There's a reason that Golden State is where they are. Like They haven't been able to stay healthy either. I, I don't know if they have quite the same punch that they had even a season ago. Um, but no, I, I don't want I don't want Memphis playing Golden State in the first round for sure. No, I mean that would be a, be a very bad thing. I'm not like one of these that's like, yeah, vanquish them. No, can, let somebody else do it. Can you even keep Stephen Adams on the floor in that series with them going small, Drew? You get know what I mean? Somebody else to do it, and, and you need no, him. I think to you impo- can actually. Can you? I think you could slow him down. Yeah, I think you could. I think that's an advantage. I think that's something we learned in the playoff series last year. It was like. Steven Adams missed those first two games, and that was a bit of a struggle. And then the Grizzlies were better with Steven Adams in the court, at least in the, on the court, at least in the playoff series a season ago. I, th- I think that's actually one of your biggest advantages. It's like you have somebody that can eat up those rebounds, and you almost have to play them because they they shoot so many threes that they've had so much success at, at offensive rebounding against Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you you need your best rebounder out there, but I, so I I actually think that he he'd be a help in that series. Um, but I could see the point of like if they go small, maybe you could play him off the floor. I think it's a little different scenario than it was against Minnesota though last year. Maybe so. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Drew Hill, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. You were up in Boston. You were shipping up to Boston like dropkick Murphys, and uh, and you and you you took your girlfriend, huh? Yeah, she went up there too. So this is the this is a nice thing uh, about the the traveling, um, which is a, is enjoyable, but is not always enjoyable. I travel a lot, and so when I get the chance to get the companion pass for Southwest, which is this is a this is a big key. The companion pass is awesome. Then when I go on these road trips, like you know. I'm I'm there for work, so I'm I'm staying there in the hotel and whatever. But she can just fly for free with me. And she can just stay in the hotel with me. So it's nice to have a buddy on the road there occasionally. I mean, the companion the companion passes don't last very long. I think they last like a couple of months. But then, whenever I end up doing the road trip, yeah, occasionally she gets to come. And she wanted to see Boston. She actually went to the game too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she she was impressed as as was I with the atmosphere at TD Garden. What uh, what did we think of Luke Kennard's debut? Are we are we high? Are we low? Are we uh, are we are we are we Switzerland here and we're just we we're we're neutral? Like what do we think? Um, I just think it's sort of a move on the margins. This is what you wanted, John. Remember, this is this, this is what you wanted. <laughs> well, yeah, it was the only move that the Grizzlies could have made. I I will say this. It sounded like they tried, Drew, to make that all-in move you wanted. I, I oh, they definitely did. I, I, I didn't love what I saw. It's one game. I get it. I didn't love how 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 hunted he was because I don't I don't watch a ton of Clippers. You know what I mean? Like I'm just not sitting there watching Clippers basketball. 
But my God, they switched off on that dude every time he was on the floor. So it's like, yeah, you need him for shooting. But on the other end, he's just going to give it right back. You know, he's playing hard, but it's just like he, yeah. it's Here's a, the thing. Here's, here's what I think. I think if you wanted to be pessimistic about this move and be like, yeah, they added somebody who's a non-impact defender, who's a good shooter, but isn't really a good creator. Probably a negative defender, Fine. if we're being honest. A negative. Fine. Yeah, sure. Non-impact, whatever, negative. Um, I, I think you you have – you can find a reason to be pessimistic. I also think you can do the opposite, right? Like this is a guy who hypothetically, you know, he shoots the ball well from the corners, which is supposed to be a big shot in this offense. That's what the Grizzlies will tell you. He's had good seasons, albeit his best season was limited. He he played not that many games. I think he played 28 games in his best season in Detroit before they shut him down for knee stuff. Um, But I think you can find a reason to be optimistic about this move, given like what were the other guys giving you on the wing? At least this guy, you know, is going to shoot it at a consistent rate. He, it's going to take him some time, obviously, I think to get things figured out. I was talking to him in Boston and he was kind of saying, yeah, this has been like total crash course. My teammates are kind of just out there telling me what to do because I had no time to actually learn any of this stuff. He said, he's going to take the all-star break to watch a bunch of film and, try to get acclimated with what they want to do. But can you not find any reason to be positive about this move, John? Like, is there any part of you at all on the inside that says, okay, maybe this might work. Maybe this would be a marginal help for the Grizzlies. Well, just because you have more shooting. But again, like, uh, you know, <laughs> there's two sides of the court. <laughs> so uh, I, I, more time needed, man. More time needed. I mean, I, I look, I think you saw some things he can do, like with spacing, and it was against the Celtics, so it's it's probably an unfair, you know, it's probably an unfair assessment. Like, let's they, there are lots of other NBA teams that are nowhere near as good as the Celtics that can't take advantage of Luke Kennard like the Celtics can. So I, I will, I will, I will start. I, I'm not coming down and saying they shouldn't have done it. It's fine. They gave up practically nothing to do it. I'm just saying in terms of its impact, how 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 much it will be felt. I think we have to wait and see on that. Now, before we get you out of here, I am getting in here that my partner has a, a question. A much more important question, Drew. It's time to ask you if you're ready to put your favorite college quarterback, the quarterback of your college football team, Bryce Young, with your now favorite NFL team. It's time to not move on with Justin Fields. It's time to take Bryce Young at number one. Do you agree? No, I'm not ready for that. I mean, I think Bryce Young has a chance to be a good NFL quarterback. But what I've seen from Justin Fields is feels like enough. And you've got a chance. It's like, look, the Bears need everything. They, they stink out loud. They need everything. They need help everywhere. So just trade this pick. You have a quarterback that has some promise. You can get better everywhere else with more picks. You can have more opportunities to hit on uh, players outside of him. You're not desperate for the quarterback. If you were desperate – I feel like that's when you would make this pick, but you're not desperate. You, you feel good about Justin Fields. Maybe he's not as good as, uh, as Bryce Young in the long run. I, I, I don't know what Bryce Young will look like when he gets to the pros. But you need help everywhere. So do something to help yourself and trade this pick and get back what you can get and find ways to get better at all positions as opposed to just quarterback because it looks like you might have the guy, and if you might have a guy you're – you're a lot further ahead than the teams behind you, like the Colts, 
you know, who, who clearly have no quarterback. So you're, you're lucky to be in this spot. You're fortunate to be in this spot to have a guy that might be your franchise quarterback. Um, and now you have an expendable pick that can help you add everything else around it. I think you just do that. I think you just make the trade and get better everywhere else. I think the most interesting part of all that, and that's where I was, but the most interesting part of everything that you just said to me is that it, here's an Alabama fan saying that he, he's, he, he thinks Bryce Young can be good, whereas and you've watched him, whereas McShay right, it, it says that the guy's going to be special. So, so, but, and having watched him, you, you've, you're putting limitation on him. Everything. That's the part that, that I find the most interesting because I'm with you. If he's only going to be good – well, then, then just roll with what you've got. But if he's got a chance to be special in one of the elites, like, you know, McShay would say, how many chances are you going to get a chance to get your guy at number one? You know, are they going to be able to well, – yeah, they, they, you. you know what I'm saying? So it's an interesting yeah, no, question. I, I hear you. And I think, you know, I think he was the best quarterback that Nick Saban has had in Alabama. Like, I, he was awesome for sure. Um, and very clearly very smart, knows where to go with the ball, makes good throws. Like, all that is – Big plus for Bryce Young. Only thing I worry about is the size. No like, doubt, he's a small no guy. That's you you got to stay healthy like that. That's I, it, you know. It's funny. I was uh, with Brevin this morning, and somebody asked him about being a six foot point guard, and he said it doesn't really matter how good you are. People are always going to doubt you because of your size. Isaiah Thomas was one of the best offensive players in the NBA, and everybody just you know he he, he lost a job because he he wasn't big enough, and people doubted his size. It's going to be the same thing with Bryce Young. Like it. It, it's a, it's just a matter of fact. It's just a, a tough situation to be in, but he, he could turn out to be awesome. Uh, Drew, appreciate you, man. Safe travels, brother. Looking forward thanks, to coming to the All-Star Weekend. Yep, thanks, guys. Thanks, I'll brother. He is Drew Hill. Uh, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Always appreciate his time. We'll come back, wrap it up here on a Wednesday. Jason and John, I turn to Femius. Next Thursday, mark it down. Jason Smith is going to be at Topps Barbecue. And he is going to be doing it all. He's going to be uh, working in the kitchen. He's going to be working in the drive-thru. He's going to be uh, balleting. I mean, he, there's really nothing that Jason has not uh, volunteered to do out of Tops Barbecue. This is the grand opening of their Hacks Cross location. So we are all looking forward to seeing Jason out there. It is next Thursday. I believe there will also be some food specials. You'll be able to get Tops Barbecue menu items for 92.9 cents. And Jason Smith's going to be there. What's better than that? See you next Thursday. That's every standard menu item is 92.9 cents. But think about that. You can come out there and rack up out at the grand opening of Tops. As John said, it's in a perfect place. 4199 Hacks Crossroad right there near 385. And your boy ain't going to be the only one out there. You can come see John Martin in his sunglasses as well. He'll be on the fries. That's what we've decided we're going to put him on uh, for about two hours. So come out and see us. More importantly, support a winner. Tops. You know everything you get from there. The smoke bologna, the fireman. It's all good. Tops barbecue. 70 years. Still smoking even in a new location. Uh, absolutely. Penny Hardaway should be in the Hall of Fame. Penny Hardaway should be in the Hall of Fame. Take ladies that and, gentlemen. and sleep on it. That is going to do it for us today. That is the final sentence that need be said Put him on in. this show. Put him in, folks. He deserves it. Why is he saying it? Nobody knows. But he said it. He had the best Super Bowl commercial of all time. Yeah, the best Super Bowl commercial of all time with Tyra, Tiger, Jonathan Lipnicki, David Robinson. You name it. They Giannotto, were there. Drew Hill. Drew Hill was there. You kidding me? It was amazing. It was a lit-ass Super Bowl party. Nobody ever talks about it. He should it. be in the Hall of Fame. That's Hall true. Hall of Fame. That's going to do it for us today. Gina and Jeffrey up next on Mr. for Chase. I'm John. We're gone. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 